Reagan. Welcome to Second Breakfast. Today we're going to talk about the quarantine and uh, we're going to get rid of Phil. Flim. He can't stop flimming everywhere. Oh, that's so. a good sign, I guess, if there's flim. Yeah, I think so. Although I've heard a lot of different rumors like, if you could do this, you don't have corona. And I'm like, Yeah, I, I got a thing that said if you hold your breath for 10 seconds without coughing, then you're fine. I've heard from someone that that's a load of... <laughs> load, so. Yeah, it was actually... Uh, it came from some weird... It did not come from any medical organization. Man. It was a Facebook Yeah, I saw that. I was told by someone who is actually a doctor that that was accurate, but they're not that kind of doctor. So they are in the <laughs> medical field, just not in... Is it your chiropractor? Yes. Or Yeah. So, yeah, he was. He felt like if you can hold your breath... Which I trust him more than the person who told yeah. me. Look, but I think, too, if you can hold your breath for 15 seconds and nothing, that's a good sign for anything. Anything. If you can't hold your breath, illness. If you can't hold your breath for 15 seconds... You're either out yeah. of shape or you have something wrong. So Yeah. I mean, hold your breath 15 seconds is not much. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, so, I, I don't know if you've noticed, Lucas, but my office is kind of a mess. Amen. <laughs> it looks like mine, Phil. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Well, yep. my office actually might be getting a lot cleaner soon. Why? Uh, Are you quitting? Yep. Bye. <laughs> They said they needed an amount of money to do the lighting in the other room, and that, you know, that's a, it's about my salary, yeah, so I guess got, I'm out. Yeah, we got the quote for the lights in the other room. Fire uh, the student pastor. We can do in. this if we get rid of the youth guy. I think Gordon fires me once a week anyway, so. <laughs> helps on the church taxes. Yeah, I didn't know he was actually doing it. He would come in here and ask me what to do, and I'd say, well, just fire him. Yeah. I didn't know he was actually he'd doing it. He'd come that. in there, and he'd just say, you're fired. <laughs> so you can't get rid of me that easy. Yeah. So... No, but in the I know we've got lots of progress going on around the building. We've got the yeah. chapel being built. It's it's yeah. coming along nicely. We've got somebody in there working on it right now. So if yeah. you hear any bumps or bruises going on or someone scream, that's probably the work being done in there. <laughs> and uh, then the youth room, we've got the uh, the youth or the student crib is what we're calling the it. Student the student crib. crib is being worked on. We're getting closer and closer every day, um, which all that's going on, and with virtual church here right now... I didn't now, know the kids still use the word crib. That's what they asked, was for it to be called the crib. I let yeah. them vote. That's like back in the, the 80s and the 90s, the MTV Cribs. There is nothing new under the sun, says that's King true. Solomon. And that's your lesson for today. That was Second Breakfast. We'll see you next week. <laughs> no. Uh, but anyway, we've Ooh. got a lot going on. So your office is a mess because of the sound stuff going on. Sound there. stuff going on into the new uh, chapel area. My office is a mess for several reasons. Because you're the youth guy. I'm the student guy. And I have to have a messy office. And you're a slob. Come on now, Phil. <laughs> No, so here's a couple reasons my office will be cleaner soon. Number one is that we're making progress on that youth room and the office behind my office, which will be a giant conference room slash storage area. for cool. Like right now I have yeah. stuff from summer camp because I have nowhere to put it. Yeah. And so I've got that room with lots of shelving and all of that that will be going in. The second reason, Phil, yesterday was my wife's last day of work before maternity leave. Ah. And so typically before she worked at a school – Right, And so when I, during her break, she'd come up to help me at work, and that usually entailed cleaning up my office right. for me. So right now she's off work, yeah. and so hopefully she will grace me with uh, cleaning up my you office. You know, so. when I was young, my wife used to come to my office and help me clean and organize, but she hasn't done that in quite a while. Well, Phil, <laughs> I think it's... I don't know why. I think she finally... Well, now she has a full-time job. 
other than that, <laughs> yeah, well, you're not busy at all. So, so anyway, Sharing well, so uh, that's uh, <laughs> that's we're just talking about nothing. Yes, nothing at all. But uh, well, so let's talk about something. Th- don't we have some orange juice today? Do we let's, have a Gen Z uh, let's word get of this the week? Orange juice. Now, this is authentic orange juice, not Tang, because <clears throat> I tried Tang again this last week and still don't like it that much. So Tang was the astronauts. Food yes. you drink Orange when juice. I was a kid. Yeah, with the chimpanzee in the commercials. Lots of fun. Anyway, yeah. here's your word of the week. Tell me what you think it means. Oof. Oof. O-O-F. Oof. Oh, I know what that is. I totally know what that is. Yes. That's like when someone, when you're, uh, you're it's, it's like a... Uh, you're making sense. <laughs> it's a little tiny... Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those things you use. So oof is like that stinks, or like like yeah, if you were telling you know, me, I might have guessed something like that. Like, oof. I've been stuck in my office for the past week. Oof. That's kind of okay. That's how you'd use it. So oof. use that well during this quarantine time. So yeah. The quarantine crew, of, as we had a yesterday. whole lot of oofing going on. I don't. Okay, we're gonna yeet you, uh, yeet you out of here. Take those bars out the window, yeet you through it, Phil. Oof. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know if I you apologize. can be oofing. That's yeah. weird. Okay, so today uh, we're gonna talk about Corona a little bit more for our main dish. And so one of the things I wanted to start with, Phil, is I want to uh, give you a little bit of a game, and we'll let our listeners, if they they have answers, they can comment too. But let me ask you this question. You tell me your answer. You. I have been quarantined into a room about the size of a bedroom for 14 days. All of your food and water. Huh? A fortnight. A fortnight, right. (laughs) Everything has been provided to you that you need. So you've got a bed and you've got your food and your water. What you can have three items for 14 days. What three items do you bring? You don't have Wi-Fi. So I cannot leave. You can't leave. And I cannot have Wi-Fi or internet. There's no there's no internet, no. So three items that you're bringing. Three items. Yeah. Um, I would fourteen days. <laughs> fourteen days. Two whole weeks. I would honestly. I would want. I'd want a Bible. Yes. Got to have a Bible, and then I would want. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything I would want besides books. I mean, I would. I would. My gut reaction is to say like a really big book like i read like my son bought me one year a book it was the complete chesterton chesterton gk chesterton the catholic okay. uh, author but he's not he doesn't seem catholic when a guy like me who didn't grow up catholic i i read him and i'm i hear very little that to me sounds all that catholic but it's, he's just a christian writer apologist okay. that kind of thing so something like that like a really good probably old book uh, that's like theological, and then something that's like fiction. Okay, so like Harry Potter esque. Yeah, I would go older. I would no, I would go C.S. like C.S. Lewis, C.S. Lewis, or Charles Dickens, or like the entire collection. If you could, like, I want the C.S. Lewis collection type deal, right? That kind of thing. Okay, so I think I would definitely go Bible first because if yeah. I'm thinking without Wi-Fi, I don't really want electronics. My eyes don't need to be strained that time, and, and right. just. You know, if I'm going to have two weeks alone, I would like to think I'd want to be productive. And my first thought was like, well, a Bible, obviously. Right. And then I was thinking, well, woodworking, I've really enjoyed lately. I built, we built uh, our daughter's bassinet, uh, which I I really like it. And it was a ton of fun. It took a lot of time. But 
But as you get into woodworking, there are so many different tools you need to do to do things. Like I couldn't just bring a saw and lumber. Right. Like I'd have to bring like or 10 different. If, if there's only three things. I thought about like a basketball and a hoop. Yeah. But that's two things. <laughs> right. So I think I'd bring a Bible. And then I would definitely bring probably a pull-up bar because you can do so much body weight exercises. And, uh, and pull-ups are one of those things that are, are they're just so good for you. So many different parts of your body are worked yeah. out, all of your, your chest. I didn't and do any core. exercise during my two weeks, did I? No, <laughs> I could do, uh, I could walk around the room. <laughs> yes, <laughs> in a circle for an hour. With my bad knees and my bad shoulder. But I'm thinking you could lunge and squats and do push-ups. And then, and then with this, you could have yeah. pull-ups, hangs. You could do a lot of ab stuff <clears> there. So I think that would be the most valuable of any of the workout equipment for me. Just because even with the treadmill, all you can really do then is run that you couldn't do elsewhere. So, so I've got my Bible and that. Then the third item is where I'm like, well, what do I want just for those, the other 20 hours of the day then, you know? <laughs> and then if I give eight up, so I have 12 hours left. I'm trying to figure out, I mean, I would think like just a massive Sudoku book would be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. Because I could do that. I'd also thought about my, my guitar. I could learn a ton on the guitar during this time. But then I just feel like, if I'm bringing that third item is like something that's also then also there, then I'm going to just like overload my brain in three or four hours. My fingers are going to be sore from playing guitar. And then I still have all that time where I'm like, what do I do with myself now? So I'm thinking my third item would have to be like either the You've non-fiction. listed like 12 items. Well, I've just. What are you, what are you going with I've here? got the Bible. The Bible? The guitar? No, no, no. I've got, second? I've got the Bible and the, the pull-up bar. The pull-up bar, I'm okay. I'm saying I probably wouldn't bring the guitar. Oh, okay, okay. I would probably bring the giant Sudoku book. Or, instead of the Sudoku book, I would bring a book, like a really big fiction book like you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, something so. really, I I got I to gotta say, I might have be, been converted on that Sudoku thing. Yeah, that would be. Uh, because, yeah, there's some, sometimes, you know, just reading is so intense. Oh, yeah, but some... I don't know. See, I would want to write, too. I don't know. Yeah. Does the Stoker book come with a pen? Computer? A laptop? I don't know. Maybe the Bible? A lap, I don't know. I, mean, you I don't have to decide right now, do bring I? Bring a digital Bible. <laughs> okay, we'll just see if you cough anymore, we're going to do this. <laughs> just, I'm going to lock you in the other office uh, without a window. Okay, so in our main dish today, we just wanted to talk a little bit about in this time where we're talking so much about social distancing mm. and really putting a distance between you and anyone else, which is important, I think, right now. Stop the spread of the virus. We want to try yes. to keep it at a minimal amount of people so that way less people die and we can come out of this hopefully this summer when the weather heats up and the virus dies. But in that, uh, this time of social distancing, it's still important that we have that uh, that community. So, yeah. Phil, what can we do during this time of social distancing to continue that community? And why is it so important that we continue to have community outside of uh, outside of the walls of our home? Well, I mean, the New Testament says we are the body of Christ, and all the parts of the body depend on one another. You know, the hand, the foot, the eye, we're all different parts of the body. And I think we usually think of that in in terms of quote-unquote ministry, but it's just, you know, it's our life. We, yeah. You know, if you're a believer, uh, you're in the body of Christ. But it's also just the way we're made. Yeah. You know, what did God say when he saw everything was good in creation? You know, Genesis 1, he creates everything, says everything's good, and then he said, it's not good. What? What did he say was not good? That man should be alone. 
Yeah. So yeah, we're supposed to be together. Uh, yeah. You know, my mom's eighty-five. Uh, I've called her extra times this week. I usually call her every Sunday, but I've been communicating with her more this week, yeah. and I'm going to commu- communicate with her more. Yeah, for sure. Um, I know with our students, um, all of them. I mean, we were. T- I was talking to them last night about that. For them, especially right now, is the first time probably that they can remember where they have had almost nothing going on because right. everything's canceled. I mean, they're in organizations that are shutting things down. Those that are on sports teams that are pretty intense, yeah. where they almost always, even during school breaks, have practices right. every day and, and are, tournaments. I mean, exactly. They're traveling the country, constant. Playing. And so this time right now, life has just completely stopped. And yeah. You know, I'm talking to some of our older members here at the church, and they're saying this is the first time they can remember anything like this happening in their lifetime. Yeah. You know, and that's what for me. I'm 26 years old. Am I 20? No, I'm. I'm 25. 25. I'm about to be 26. <laughs> Golly, I'm getting old. I can't remember how old I am. Yeah. But anyway, so if if I'm like I can't remember anything like this happening, I don't think it's that big a deal. But when yeah. we have 70 year olds telling me I don't remember anything well, like this happening, well, that it's... could be because like with me, I don't remember a lot. I had concussions. <laughs> yeah. I had concussions in my teenage years. There are a lot of things I don't remember. My mom used to say, Phil, you wake up in a new world every day, don't you? And it's really true. Yes. <laughs> but assuming, yeah, I assuming mean, I, their memories are intact better I think than mine. we've had a couple days at a time, but never. I mean, we're, no. we're a weekend, no, I have never seen anything like this in yeah. my life. Not we, even close. I've never seen churches cancel services or go to an online platform because of anything except for severe weather. But uh, yeah, I, I would say it, you know we need each other. We need to be uh, connected to one another. Mm-hmm. Besides just uh, having conversations, hanging out, I think it is a great opportunity to uh, ask questions like, "Hey, how you doing?" You know, really ask. Right. Actually connect through actually these things, try, not just a yeah. casual. Hey, goodbye. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, and I think those are, sometimes that's hard to go from "Hey, what's up?" and really say, "Hey, man, you doing okay?" You know, yeah. how can I pray for you? Is an easy one if you have a, a faith-based relationship yeah. with that person, or even if you don't. I mean, if they know you, which these are have faith. things that we should be doing all the time. We should be. I mean, it's another thing. Anyway. It's like Kobe's death where it was, yeah. we took that time and all of a sudden we're all thinking about, I need to call my mom more. Right. I need to get in contact with my grandma. I need to do call like this friend. I don't want to lose connection here, which is something we should have constantly been doing, but we lost yeah. sight. And so here, yeah. I think the key is, is all these things we're talking about aren't things that we should just be doing right now, but to let us start doing them now and then continue long after yeah. Corona scare is over. Yeah, and let me let me say this. I, I do not believe God did this, but I have said many times, I've looked at different problems in our culture, this one being our disconnectedness being yeah. one, and uh, I've thought the only thing that will change this, this disconnectedness in our culture, is if some, some kind of disaster happens. Yeah. And this is an opportunity. This is not a disaster like a, you know, a solar flare that wipes out all the electricity on the, in America or something that these doomsday people talk about happening uh, or an economic collapse. This isn't one of those things, but uh, this is an opportunity for us to say, hey, uh, let's look at what's really important, what's valuable. Let's connect yeah. with each other uh, on more than just a surface 
Exactly. Level. And it, it really gives us the opportunity to be the church yeah. more than just go to church. And so because right now you can't go to church. No. And so I think we're going to have to really be the church. And for those of us, are, we have to be the church to our neighbors. We need to be inviting them over for these things. And, and that's the, the scary part. We need to make sure you're being safe. And especially if you're in an at-risk group, be careful. Um, but for like my age group, our biggest thing is we don't want to spread the disease to those older and younger than us. Right. Because it's it's a lot less dangerous to me. You know, it's going to be like a, a bad case of bronchitis for me. Right. Since I don't have really any pre-existing health condi- conditions or anything like that that are going to make it probably fatal. But I don't want to pass it to my grandparents because right. it, it could prove that for them. So. For us, it's that we can still reach out to all of our neighbors. We can be there for them because yeah. in this time when you're not supposed to gather, you know, we it's going to be rough. I mean, people yeah. are going to lose sight of a lot of things when you're yeah. not able to see people on a regular basis. Yeah, so. isolation breeds things like depression and anxiety for people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, those those we need to need to reach out and connect with. Uh, with people digitally, yes. Uh, personally, on you know, in a wise way, yeah. Um, right. With using wisdom and uh, discretion, uh, but yeah, uh, very important, very important. Which brings me, I don't know if we're ready for oatmeal. I think we're ready for oatmeal. Let's eat some oatmeal. Here's so here's my here's my oatmeal for today. I'm bringing it today. I brought the oatmeal. All right. Uh, and that is Philippians four thirteen. Ooh, I know that one. Which, you know, everybody knows this. Uh, it's, you know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But I think everybody knows that verse, but almost no one knows what it means. Yeah. Because it is not. I believe I can fly. <laughs> it is not. I used to tell, you know, all the athletes who had it tattooed on their their bicep, I used to say, you know, Jesus didn't die so you could run faster and jump higher. Yeah. You know, so you could get more tackles or more touchdowns. That's not what that verse is about. Yeah. Although there is an application to whatever you do, you do to the glory of God. And when you do well, if you're an athlete or whatever it is you do, you do it well, it does glorify God. But that right. verse is talking about a situation like we're in right now. Yes. It's talking about, Paul said, I've learned the secret of being content in every circumstance. He talked about being Hungry, like not having enough food, or having plenty of food. Talked about, you know, being in prison, all these different things. Uh, he he learned, you know what? I can be content in any situation because I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Yes. So uh, what's your take on that? Oh, I, I mean, for sure. That's what last night, uh, we had a worship night with the students. We had a half a dozen students here because of everything going on. And we went and served, um, and then we played some games. I asked them what they wanted to do. They wanted to watch Frozen 2 and take a nap, which is the most teenager thing I've ever heard, and it was so <laughs> enjoyable. Um, but then last night we worshiped, and we just threw music for about an hour, and one of the last songs we did was It Is Well With My Soul. And yeah. when we really think about that song, um, in any circumstance we're under, it, it is well with my soul. And I think that's that that faith that God gives us in Him is that whenever life is going crazy, it, it is well. And whenever yeah. life is good, it is well. And whenever 
these things are happening, it's well with my soul because God has saved me. And yeah. so I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me because my end is the same regardless of what happens yeah. here on earth. And yeah. the God I glorify is still mighty and awesome and wonderful and good no matter what happens to me. And so... yeah. Absolutely. I think in all of this is is we're praying against this virus and that it would just disappear overnight and we see yes. the miraculous work of God. But but for me, I think we talked about this a little bit last week, was that in that, in that faith that I can have in God is that regardless of what happens to me, I have faith that he's going to take care of everything. Yeah. And so if that means that I get this virus and, and die of it or whether yeah. I escape and never see it again, it doesn't, you know, none of that actually matters because yeah. it's, if God's plan is for me to go through it, then I want to go through it. Yes, and I think, and I think on an even sort of more central level to to you know what Paul's talking about in that passage is that he's saying because I have Jesus with me because I know Him. You know, he talks about in that earlier in that uh, same letter about there's nothing that compares to the the value of knowing Christ. And when he says, I can do all things through Christ, he's saying, you know, whatever happens, Jesus is with me. He's Mm -hmm. in me. I'm just supernaturally content, not just because I know the things I know are important too, that God's in control, that he's good all the time. Uh, But it's also just a supernatural contentment and peace and joy because of his presence. Right. All the time, he is with me, and I may not even understand why I'm at peace. Yeah, <laughs> you know, most of the time you don't. <laughs> yeah, but it's the peace, like you know, like another passage says, the peace that passes understanding. Yeah. Um, actually, in that same right, that same chapter. Well, that's what I think with all of this going on and the cleared schedules and being at home more, and if at the very least, most of us aren't driving to work. Even some of you know we're might be able to work from home for a lot of people yeah. at this point. But you have more time on your hands a little bit, um, and so draw near to God, and He will draw near to you. I mean, we have these promises yeah. in Scripture. So if we can go with anything like that, I think, is is the key deal. Is you know, We need to be connecting with people, but take this opportunity to connect with the Father in a deeper Absolutely. way. Um, that peace we're talking about, it doesn't come from running around and doing everything and not no. even thinking about him. It comes from yeah. seeking him out daily. Yeah, and what an opportunity. Exactly. So much more, I'm convinced, so much more spiritual growth will happen with you just getting quiet and spending time oh with God and listening to him speak to your heart through yes. the Scripture and through prayer and worship than like 20 Bible studies when you... If if those Bible studies aren't accompanied by that kind of quiet right. before God. That's you seek, know? seek others out, but seek God. And yeah. we see Christ giving yeah. hours a day, you know, giving up sleep yeah. to go seek his father. Good. So, so that's a good balance. Yeah. I think that's those are two really the two most important things uh, we can do. Lucas and Phil here to tell you how to spend your time. That's right. You got it all. <laughs> we got a schedule for you. Well, Phil, do we want to eat some desserts? Some, I had some, some syrup. You know what? I'm in the mood for a maple glazed cinnamon roll. <laughs> oh man, Are we going to Branson or the fair? Nah, <laughs> well, I used to have those a quick trip, and I haven't had one in a long time. Been That's trying probably to, good. For been you. trying to be careful. Yeah. And uh, yeah. We've got at least 50 more years of podcasting, so you better not eat too many of those, Phil. Um, so something sweet. So something sweet. one minute of culture. What is that? What, what are we going to talk about today? Well, everything's canceled. Uh, everything's canceled. There's no culture. For NFL free agency. NFL free agency. I guess Woo. they are pretty sure we're going to be fine by the NFL season. They're <laughs> signing 
$25 million contract. So, yes. obviously the biggest domino to fall here is Tom Brady is playing Tom for Tampa Brady. Bay now, which Yeah, I, which is weird. Yeah. I mean, the pairing with Bruce Arians makes some sense, and they do have some good weapons offensively, but their line isn't great, and so I, I don't know. No, uh, they are going to have to do some work. Yes. The draft will be interesting, and if I think the free agency period is closing. So I'm thinking in the draft, uh, draft like five offensive linemen. Yeah, first absolutely. Five picks. I mean, absolutely. everything else is second to protecting Tom Brady. So Yeah. Anyway, that was fun. Yeah. That was fun. That's the end, isn't it? That's all we do. I think so. We end with dessert. Yeah. Yes. That's, well, a, that's appropriate. Uh, yeah, so if you like this uh, podcast, if you enjoy this. Like, subscribe, comment. Make sure you're hitting us up with any different things that you see going on that you want us to talk about. We would love to uh, yeah. get some interaction from you guys. Especially yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Secondbreakfast777 at gmail.com if you want to email us. If anybody out there does email. Hello. I've still never checked the email because I don't think anybody's going to email us. <laughs> we could have a thousand emails, Phil, I don't from think our two so. listeners. I don't think so. <laughs> we could have stalkers by now. Yeah, my mom just calls me. <laughs> my mom uh, texts. So. <laughs> yeah, my mom texts too. All right. Well, uh, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time on Second Breakfast. Okay, love you. Bye.